Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network is standing by. How you doing, Lomas? I'm good, man. You, hey, you're in real form today, huh? Oh, God. I'll tell you what. This weekend was the NFL. And it began with Indy up 33-zip and a half, and they lose to the Vikings 39-36. You look at the Raiders play. You look at the Lions, what they needed to do and how crazy – that fourth quarter was. We'll get to that in a moment. And Jacksonville beating the Cowboys on a pick six. And, oh, my Lord, just all the games are so close. I've never seen a weekend like that in the regular season in the NFL. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Like you said, three games. I think people came back from 17 down. And just so many, you know, it's that time of the year, though, huge. I mean, it's playoffs lives on the line on the line and you know it's that time of the year where the weather's cold and you're running the ball you want to get physical with guys out there guys are beat up it's the the tail end of the season you know so it's a lot a lot that's going on at this time in the nfl right now and let's focus on where you were yesterday uh, you know, halftime, it's 10-10. Uh, Zach Wilson, uh, there was a concern, you know, with the 185 yards passing. I'm like, what are they doing? I didn't like the way the secondary was playing. Second half, I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to limp in, you know, take a 13-10 win and just get out of here. That's all they needed to do. Uh, then going for a long field goal kind of had a Minnesota vibe to it. They miss it, and I had this gut feeling Jets are going to score. They do. Uh, they go up 17-13. I'm like, uh-oh, with that defense, the crowd's in it. They're in trouble. And then on fourth and inches, uh, one of the great calls in Lions regular season history, it really was, and the play to Brock Wright, I don't know if he was the initial uh, read, but the one thing he showed me, and I haven't seen that from a Lions tight end, I don't know if ever, the Jets he turned on to get to the end zone and the moves. Hey, you know what? It it was awesome, uh, Hughes. Ben Johnson, I'm telling you, just the creative designs that he comes up with the plays, the creative formations where he put guys. Think about Sue, Pene Sue being split all the way out wide. They did that one game. He was in the bunch position. It's just so much creativity that Ben Johnson brings to that offense. And now you go one, it's a testimony to Brad Holmes bringing in the necessary talent to plug in for Ben Johnson to use. You should go two, it's just these guys have developed throughout the season. You just seen them get better and better and better each week. And the third thing, and to me the most exciting thing is this is such a young team, man. We got so many first, second-year guys, third-year guys that are getting so much valuable playing experience right now. All that's going to do is help them throughout their career, but also help this organization get to where they want to. So, I mean, it's, it's exciting right now when you see everything that's going on around this team and you just see this team just peaking at the right time right now. Yeah, peaking at the right time, winning games like uh, in Chicago at the Jets yesterday where he didn't play well, you could say, for three quarters or good enough to hang around and found a way uh, to win. I do have some reservations about the injuries um, mounting up when it comes to the secondary and just the fact that 
and it was outdoors. They're a different team. They do play, you know, half their games uh, inside a dome. You know, golf didn't have the arm strength, but with the wind swirling and everything and the cold weather, I don't think you're going to get the tight, deep throws that you would get uh, inside Ford Field. So as they sit there at 7-7, seven and seven, Lomas, uh, what what do you really like about this team right now and what still concerns you with three regular season games remaining? So what I really, really like is that huge. We got a great offensive line. And that offensive line, it can travel. It, it, it can travel in good weather, bad weather, indoors and outdoors. If you got a dominant offensive line like we have, think about the, the game-winning pass to Brock Wright. Like you said, Jarrett started off looking to the right. He had to wait for Brock to work his way all the way back over to the left. If you don't have a good offensive line that's giving you that time and that protection, he's not going to find that tight end coming back, and that play doesn't happen. And that's one thing that Jared has been afforded of most of the season. I mean, he hadn't had pressure on them. You know, they've done a great job of blocking for him. And the other thing is that uh, for us on the, with the offensive line, you could take your running game with you. And, you know, we just need to continue to help, like you said, those guys get healthy in the backfield. But, man, with DeAndre, Jamal, you know, and Justin Jackson back there behind that offensive line, you can really do some damage on the ground to the team, to other teams. Now, I'm with you. The injuries in our secondary, that's starting to concern me too because, again, we got a lot of young guys back there. It's a lot of communication that goes on in the secondary. And, man, this this league seems to be receiver dominant. I mean, it seems like every week, you know, whoever you play, they got a great receiver over there. So, again, secondary is going to be important um, for us the rest of this year and staying healthy has to be one of the things that we have to do. His name is Lomas Brown. He's part of Lions Radio Network, former Lions offensive lineman, joining us on the Meyer guest line here in the huge show across Michigan. It's pretty simple. I, I believe if they win their last three, they're going to be a playoff team, especially with the road left for Seattle, including at Kansas City on Saturday and Washington at San Francisco on Saturday. One and six start. Uh, is it the line uh, from one and six to where they are now at seven and seven? What would you say is the 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 the, the most important difference in this team? Wow, from where they are now, the biggest thing. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say? Huge, and I'm telling you, I'm gonna give Miss credit. It, to me, it's Jared Goff. You know, and, and no, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. I meant to say Dan Campbell. And the reason why I read something today, and I knew it for myself, but when I read it today, that what one, one, one of the players said in the locker room, it just reconfirmed things to me, which is Dan has been the same way at one and six that he is at seven and seven. You know, he's just been a steadying force. He's been singing this, you know, uh, selling these guys the same message over and over again, and it's been a steady message. And I tell you, anytime you got a leader on your team, it doesn't necessarily have to be a player, but anytime you have a leader, someone that leads guys, you want to make sure that that leader is even killed. That leader, that the message that you receive from him, you know that the message is consistent. 
And that's what Dan's been all year long. Even when they was going through that rough patch of losing all those games, he's with it with all, every press conference. He would say, we got to get back to work. We're going to go back to doing what we have to do. This is a good team. Then we're going to turn this thing around. And, 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 and like I say, when you have a leader like that and you believe in him, it's a lot of things that can, can get done. And I think those guys are a testimony to it so far. Well, was Brown checking in on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show uh, across Michigan. Man, could you imagine if they went out and they're 9-1 and one to close out the regular season? Wow. Wow. Man. Wow. I know. Hey, but I tell you what, the expectation is going to be high for next year. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Then we'll see. We'll see if those guys. I know we're talking way ahead, and I'm crazy for talking about that. But, again, that's good. It's good to have expectations, high expectations put on you. You know, and it's good to have goals to reach. So, yeah, man, it would be great huge for them to run this season out, possibly get themselves in the playoff. But even if they didn't get in there, if they could just run this season out, it would just be so positive leading into the all season and leading into next year. Yeah, you know, no matter what happens the rest of the way, uh, what they've done, and yeah, there'll be some disappointment if they don't make the playoffs, but the youth on this team and the foundation for the future, and I know you were there back in the day with Barry Lomas, but I don't know on both sides of the ball the athletic depth that this team has right now with a veteran quarterback with golf who I think they will resign, you know, three to five years, something like that, give them the market value, uh, that they have a foundation like this. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen it that deep across the board. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest with you, I'm going to just say this. I, I think they're in a better position uh, than us because – they're doing it with such so much youth. If you think about it, in the 91 season, um, we were veteran-led. In 95, we were veteran-led. 95, we won seven games in a row to get into the playoffs. 91, we came one game away from the Super Bowl. But we were a veteran-led team. You're looking at a young bunch of guys with a second-year coach that's going out there and getting it done. And that's, that's what's impressing me uh, more than anything else. I think we match up with them in, uh, at certain positions. I definitely know we got an advantage in certain positions. I think they have a better offensive line than we had. Um, you know, I definitely think, you know, running back-wise, we won't even have to get into that discussion. I do think our wide receiving group was a better group. They're young. And they're going to be good, but, man, you're talking about Herman, Brett Perriman, and Johnny Morton. You know, I think we were better at that position. So, it, but, but, again, the most impressive thing to me is that this is a young team doing what they're doing, making the strides they're making when we were a veteran-led team that was doing that. Hey Amen. Lomas Brown, part of the Lions Radio Network with Dan Miller and T.J. Lang. They'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina on Christmas Eve. Lions looking to go to eight and seven. Eight and seven with a win, and you'll be scoreboard watching with the Seahawks at Kansas City and the Washington Commanders at San Francisco Lomas. Uh, enjoy Christmas. Well, actually, Christmas Eve, you'll be with the team, and well, you still can enjoy Christmas on Sunday. That's cool. Okay? <laughs> I sure will, my good man. You have a great holiday. Yeah, back at you, man. Lomas Brown, good man. 
Checking in on the Meyer guest sign and speaking of Christmas, everything you need for the Christmas meal, uh, for the Christmas tree underneath it, for the stockings available inside your local Meyer.